to reach their full potential and be fully present in their lives. Be better men and serve our families and community. Hello and again, it's your host Paul Tonner and this week we're going to talk about the topic of facing your fears. So, a favourite saying at Complete Men is to run to the raw. Now what this means for me is squaring up and accepting whatever fears that come my way and accepting and taking on the challenge. So often in the past, I've been afraid to face my fears and take taken the easy way out. Now, by attending the Complete Men's Group, it has enabled me to take on more challenges in my life, take on more responsibility, and leave my comfort zone. Now, I've learnt to work with my fears, I've found. Now, to me, though, fear can be one of the worst things in life because it can stop one from chasing and going after their dreams and the life they want to live. And in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about some specific personal fears I've struggled with in my life and what I've found helpful in dealing with these fears. So I'm really putting it out there. And I don't think one ever gets over, well, gets cured from a fear. One can be less triggered by a fear they have. That's what I believe. Now, life can be amazing for one on the other side of fear as well. So, what is fear? Now, one podcast I love listening to is a guy called Rod Dial. And he's called The Mindset Mentor. And I've listened to him for about the past four or five years. And he's really changed my life, this this man. And... According to Rod Dial on The Mindset Mentor, fear is a protective mechanism that keeps us alive. However, what we are fearing does not have to do with any current danger. And did you know 99% of fear will not kill us? And it is most of the time, well, it's emotional pain. So an example might be when you fear putting a post on Facebook. When you think about it, it will not kill you doing this. Now, fear is the physical manifestation of the edge of one's comfort zone. Now, when one feels fear, it means they are reaching the edge of their comfort zone. And I find this so true. Now, it is an emotion brought on by a threat of danger, harm or pain. Now, one will experience fear at some time in their life. There are diverse types of fear. There is the fear of a real threat, such as crossing the road and being hit by a car. Now, one fear I have come every August time is magpie breeding season here in Australia. I'll get a real sense of fear when going for a walk and not being attacked by a magpie. I'll try and avoid all the trees. and, And this fear I have is something that was ingrained in me from when I was a child and being attacked by a group of magpies one day. Now, the other type of fear is an imagined threat 
where one is afraid to take on something. So an example might be taking on a new job, running out of money, or a lover cheating on you, or a fear of heights. Now, when there is imagined fear, it can usually be overcome by logic and reason. Avoiding one's fears only really causes more anxiety because the fear continues to grow in one's mind, resulting in one becoming more fearful next time the situation arises. However, one needs to be careful when facing their fears to ensure they do not put themselves in danger or putting someone else in danger. So an example might be walking alone at night or driving through flooded areas. Now, sometimes there are rational threats to one's safety and the safety of others. Now, the centre of fear is, I'm not good enough, or the fear of failure. It's because of one's own insecurities as well. Now, to me, one only fails if they give up. And I know that I've learnt from my failures and when I've given up in the past. Now, some of the most successful people in life have failed in their life. Now, did you know that Steven Spielberg was rejected twice by the University of Southern California's School of Cinematic Arts, and he struggled with dyslexia at school? Now, one thing he did was never give up, and he just kept going. Now his films have grossed over $9 billion, and he's picked up several Academy Awards. Thomas Edison, he was told by his teachers that he was too stupid to learn anything. He went on to become one of the most successful inventors of all time, inventing the light bulb, the phonograph, motion pictures and sound recording, and he changed the lives of billions of people. And Jonathan Thurston, the great rugby league player, he um, he was rejected early on in his career by numerous clubs, who just didn't want to sign him because he looked too small and was too fragile. He looked too fragile and he went on to become one of the greatest rugby league players of all time and uh, a legend of the sport. So fears that become ongoing and uh, irrational can become what's called a phobia. So an example is a fear of germs. Now I'll get on to talking about this Um, in a minute and how it relates to myself and from my experience and fears can be harmful in that they sometimes can hold one back from situations places or activities that were once enjoyable now when I was younger in my teenage years and early 20s I had a fear of being in social situations and large gatherings I remember every year when my um, the town that I grew up in they would have a village fair and I used to just dread going there, you know, because I, I didn't feel safe and I didn't like being around crowds and had, you know, fear of being judged and embarrassing myself and afraid of being around strangers and really made me feel sad and intimidated and embarrassed and afraid. And it wasn't not until I was about 25 years of age and I saw a psychiatrist that I was diagnosed with a condition called social phobia. Now, part of my therapy straight away was reading a book on social phobia, and I felt so much better. And just, you know, it's just a real sense of relief. As Now, I understood myself more and why I was acting and feeling the way I was. Now, 
through therapy, was able to easily be cured of this condition. Well, I don't know. Well, I was fully cured. You know, I was far, far, far less triggered. And now I have no fear of being in social situations and that all my fears that I have before were imagined and in my head. Now, they were irrational thoughts. Now, did, did you know that studies have shown that 85% of what we worry about and are fearful of never happens? And when it does happen, it isn't as bad as what we thought it'd be. Now, although it can be very be a very difficult thing to do, it is important to feel the fear, embrace it, and do the thing that you are anxious about that causes the fear. Now, it, it can be the best way to deal with feelings of anxiety and stress. By identifying and evaluating your fears, it can help you cope with your fear. Now, you can learn how to face your fear and be in place, you know, put in place some healthy coping strategies so you can live a more fulfilling, happier life. Now, what has helped me with my fears is to gently push myself to do things that are a little out of my comfort zone and accept failure. You know, fear is a good thing, I find, because when I fear something, it is telling me that I've reached the very edge of my comfort zone and I need to lean into it. Or, as I said earlier, run towards the roar. So, what fears have you had in your life? You know, it might have been a fear of flying. Gosh, I remember, uh, you know, the story about Muhammad Ali. He had a fear of flying and he used to take a parachute with him on the plane. Yeah, there's all types of fears that people can have and phobias. And So, let's look at some strategies and tips you may consider in being able to overcome your fears. So, firstly... Make an action plan to face the fear. Now, when you face your fears, it makes it less threatening the next time you have to deal with the situation. Now, I found this with public speaking. Especially as a teenager, I was absolutely petrified of it and would avoid it at all cost. I'd feel overwhelmed. However, when I began going to university, I had to do it on a regular basis, especially as it was part of many assessments that I had to do. And I had to do it in order to pass. And yeah, and uh, later on, I'd go on and become a teacher. And I found that each time I did it, it became a little bit easier each time. And eventually, when I left university, well, I was just used to it and I was far less overwhelmed. Now, there was a fear there still. So, example, like being judged and embarrassing myself and not doing well. However, it was far, far less than what it was early on. So, this is what I call gradual exposure. Yeah, and it was a bit like social phobia too. I was far less triggered, far less anxious. So, what I would... um. What I would do would ensure I was well prepared beforehand and I would develop and practice at home beforehand what I had to present and would imagine myself talking to a group of people giving a positive outcome. Now, this can really help you if you have to give a speech, say, at a a wedding or at work. 
and you know, which you are experiencing feelings of fear. So develop the speech, practice, 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 and imagine yourself giving the speech, even going to the place where you have to present it and practice it there. Now, I once had OCD and had a big fear of germs, which developed in my 20s, I remember, in my early 20s when I became very sick and um yeah, and I, I became depressed and I went to a clinic in Sydney that really helped me with this phobia I had using what's called cognitive behaviour therapy. And I found it extremely helpful as they did not rush me into overcoming the fear. It was a gradual exposure to fear over several months of identifying my thoughts, feelings and asking myself how realistic those thoughts were in regards to in, well, in regards to germs and washing my hands and, yeah. And now, although the fear of germs and getting sick is still there for me, it is far less overwhelming and I find each time I have this fear, I will question it and face it head on. It's a good idea, I find, to seek professional help, especially seeing a psychologist. And if you feel intimidated and overwhelmed by a fear that you have, it's a great idea. There's definitely help out there. Now, another tip that you might consider in dealing with fear is practicing mindfulness. Now, it is a wonderful way to help deal with fear because it's about being aware in the present moment and that whatever fear and emotions we may be having at that moment is just temporary. Now, if I'm feeling anxious and afraid at this present moment, then why am I feeling this way? You know, what what I find helpful is telling myself that in the, this present moment, I'm safe. And then I'll think about what actions or behaviours I can implement to help me with those feelings of anxiety and fear. So that's what then moves us on to the next and very important step, and that is practicing deep breathing and muscle relaxation. Now, did you know that we breathe around 20,000 breaths every day? Now, when one experiences fear, their breathing rate will increase. So by taking deep breaths and slowing down our breathing rate, it has a powerful and calming effect on the brain and the rest of the nervous system and brings more control over one's mental state and improves one's mood. Now, I've spoken very highly and did an earlier episode on how I get great benefit from using heart math. However, um, often, you know, when I do not have my heart math device with me, say if I'm driving, I'll use a simple breathing technique. Now, there are different ones you can do. However, I like the 478 technique which is breathing in for four seconds, holding the breath for seven seconds, then exhaling for eight seconds. And then it's just repeating the cycle. Now, some people get great benefit from the box breathing technique, which is a four-second breath in, and a four-second hold, and then a four-second exhale, and then a four-second hold, and then repeating the cycle. 
Deep breathing can be very helpful with helping one's pain levels. Now, I've had chronic pain for years and it definitely helps decrease the physiological activation, therefore making one feel calmer. And I find this with myself, definitely, definitely helps with pain and meditation is a great therapy for, uh, for dealing with chronic pain. And progressive muscle relaxation is, is also very helpful. It might be something you might want to try. It involves tensing and releasing muscles in the body. Now, I do this sometimes when I'm doing a heart math session. I'll start from the, from the bottom up, that is start at the feet and work my way up the body, tensing and releasing different muscles in various parts of the body. It helps because when we are experiencing fear and anxiety, often it will cause us to feel tense. And by using progressive muscle relaxation, it can help in decreasing the tension in the body and promote a state of relaxation. So it's just gently, you know, it's, it's not um, overdoing it and tensing the muscle. It's just a gentle tension in the muscle. So one thing that we talk about in Complete Men, and one of the men came up with this, this idea just recently, and it's a, I find it very helpful, and it's what's called circuit breakers. Now, what this involves is whenever we feel the need to change a particular behaviour, or when feeling anxious, fearful of a particular situation, you think of implementing a circuit breaker. So what I mean by that is, you know, what, what you can do at that particular time to help you in that situation. When dealing with fear, deep breathing and mindfulness is a great example of implementing a circuit breaker to help cope. And lastly, the fourth tip is finding humour in the situation. Now, I have found this especially helpful in regards to public speaking and thinking back and laughing about the times when I've made a fool of myself and stuffed up. And by doing this and you know making it funny and cracking a joke about it and finding humour in the situation, it's, it's helped me make the fearful situation less intimidating. So what if I stuffed up and made a fool of myself? However, I'm safe and I'm still alive. So that's all for this episode of the Complete Men podcast. The Complete Men Foundation is based on the Gold Coast and we provide weekly men's groups and deliver workshops, individual support and programs for men to engage in as well as related personal growth activities. Now for any man that is interested in attending, please go to our website completemen.org.au or phone 04 78 508 155. References for this episode are on the platform page. I wish you great energy throughout your week. Aho!